correctly with the correct amount. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. This episode is brought to you by the generous donations of our show sponsors, Daryl Delaney, Darren Katzka, Ryan Royce, Jessica Smith, Laura Pickren, Irene Villarito, Charles Compton, and Nico Batson, as well as all of our awesome patrons. Thank you so much. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I am your dungeon master, Eric. And I'm Philip. Randy. Jeff. And welcome to another episode of Eberron Renewed. Gentlemen, what happened last time? We had a, a sort of a short downtime of, of about two weeks, and mm-hmm. all of us uh, kind of pursued our own interests in that period. Barrett focused on his swordsmanship. Um, Dex was investigating the, 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 the Brelish problem. Goings on. Yeah, and, and also checking out uh, the Black Dog Inn without signing anything <laughs> yeah I'm still free agent. Without, without taking a pledge and uh and booyah um worked out how to charge the red stone we got with lightning secret meeting yeah we we got called to varan lassite's uh house he took us to a uh a, a, a safe room and uh told us that he wants us to find and so there's an obelisk that uh, gives people bad, bad vibes and nightmares and stuff. And last night's convinced that there's one of those in Amantu's Amantu's house. We're sent to go and find it. If we find it, we're supposed to render it inactive, which Booyah knows how to do. But we get an extra 30,000 GPs if we also kill Ubuntu. Amantu. Amantu. Yep. That's the one we kill. Yorick. <laughs> Yorick. Uh, and then... Uh, and we've decided we are going to take on that task. So, yeah, we're going to pick up right where we left off, down in the room, uh, with Varen Lassite having just explained to you that there will be a gala at his place in a week, and uh, York will be out of his estate during that time. So if you all want to strike then and figure out how you want to kill him after you discover the obelisk is there or not, that's up to you. Eric, let's the the silvery fire running down his sword at the moment uh, dissipate um, and releases the sword back into the ether and pulls out a little bandage and begins wrapping it around his hand where he cut himself when he activated that power. Dick says, uh, we're going to need to talk about that later. That was unreal. Uh, uh, and uh, so Dex... I assure you it was quite real. <laughs> you got a point. Uh, so, so does the sword. God. Just keep it going. Come on. Come on. Back and walk, 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 walk. Uh, so uh, Dex turns to uh, Varen and says, uh, uh, You got, you know, we've been here a few times now and we've seen you've got, you know, servants on guards, on house guests, on everything. What is, is uh, York's place the same? Um, <clears throat> fortunately, I. I oversee the marketplace, and so my coffers are a bit more full than uh, Lord of Montu's. So he, his estate is a little bit smaller, um, and he would not have the same the same level of staff that I do. Do you have a layout of his estate, or could we get one? I is there a Stormreach zoning board that we can? 
<laughs> yes, but unfortunately, it's run by by Lord and I'm on <laughs> No reason. <clears throat> I realize that you, Eric, are probably not going to provide us with a layout of this house. But yeah. one thing to under consideration, though, in regards to Lord Montu's protection, is he is the Storm Lord in charge of the Stormreach Guard. So he he does wield some influence with the city guard, so he may have more security there given by them. Um, to answer your question, I do not. Um, I mean, it's kind of a rare instance. Lord Amanatu is the oldest member of our order, and he is actually one of the founders of the city um, of Stormreach. He's that old and that experienced. And so it's going to require some some digging to find any sort of layout of his house. I've been in there. I could give you a rough description of it. Um, there's it's, it's a one, one story estate or sorry. No, that's not true. Ranch style. It's got a basement. It's like all those Kansas city homes. It's a split level with a finished basement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not including the basement. The house is three stories tall. That's very different than earlier. Really thought he was about to give us the square footage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, there, there's a couple staircases you can take up and down uh, each floor. Uh, I know that his personal chambers are on the top floor. And obviously the basement is below the first floor. So, yeah, that uh, aside from maybe being able to draw you a crude map, but it's been months since I've been there. Now, you said you've never been allowed in the basement, uh, but do you know how many entrances off that first floor there's just there's is it one door down is it there's only one entrance to the basement that i've seen okay um right. now granted it's not like i asked to go in the basement and was denied entrance just there's never been an occasion any either. reason for me to go into his basement didn't have to go down and grab a bottle of wine or anything <laughs> no how many entrances are there um i once again i've never walked the perimeter of his home i've gone in through the front door and most of his gatherings take place on the second story so uh the the kitchen and his personal dining area are on the first floor but uh he would he would generally guide guests directly to the second floor when we entered so uh guard booth is there a guard booth at the like separate from the house at an entrance walkway or something no all right any sort of magical defenses that you're aware of not that I'm aware of, but obviously he would have disabled them when he was entertaining guests. Do you know his Brinks code? When when, <laughs> when the door starts beeping, he's old, so it's probably just like five 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 five. Once the storm reach guard call, you just have to say cowboy one two three four, and that's the verbal <laughs> password to know that it was a false alarm. So <laughs> that's coming back. <laughs> I have some other matters to attend to in the city. I was not lying to you when I said I just arrived back. I have to go meet with. Lady Omerin, and then later on today with Lady Selshardra. Um, so, like I said, if, if you all have any final questions, now is the time. If you try to talk about this out in the open, I will not acknowledge what you're talking about. Yeah, I guess another question we'd have to ask is, uh, how can we plan this if we can't talk about it anywhere? Are we welcome back here? Yes, this this is your space. It's our staging area? Yes. Um, there are some magical defenses, like I said, warning, um, and I have attuned the door to open for you all. Anybody else, it's going to seem like a locked door. 
So all right, all right. I've talked like this for a year and I've never done that. Oh well. Um Godspeed and uh Which? All of them. Um, <laughs> you couldn't hear it. It was God's speed. God, God's is the speed. Um and I I hope to hear about your exploits within the next week or so. Well, I mean, since the party's not for a week, let's go ahead and put a, uh-huh. put a pin in those exploits, Sharon. Oh, by the way, and he unclasps a pouch from his belt and says, in advance, just for incidentals for the job, and plops a sack of gold pieces down on the table in there. And then he leaves. I pick up the sack of gold yeah. pieces. A sack of how many gold pieces, yeah. Dex? There is about 500 gold pieces in this bag. I say, uh, looks about 300 gold pieces. <laughs> 100 for each of us. We cur- cured that curse, remember? Um, <laughs> I didn't cure greed. Okay, <clears throat> so um, what I kind of talked in our downtime to the players about and how we're going to approach this breaking and entering slash assassination potentially mm-hmm. um, is we are going to do a brief planning session, just broad strokes. What do you want to do? And then we're going to cut to the night of the party. If you all want to make your move on that night. Um, And then as we go through the session, we'll do flashbacks whenever the players make a check to see how well they did their preparations. Um, Bella's the party thing. Sounds like a real good idea for finding out if there's an obelisk in there, but that extra 30,000 gold pieces does not seem to be the easiest thing to attain if he is not at his home at the time. No. Uh, having said that, if we want to go when the place will be more empty um, and uh, find the obelisk and disable it and then maybe just wait around in Yorick overruns Omantu's uh, chambers till he gets home, that's a thing we could do. That's reasonable. All right. Yep. I mean, he'll probably he'll have a he'll have a, a retinue when sure. he comes home. But I mean, I don't foresee us having a problem sneaking out after. No, I I think we can get out. All right. We need to watch the place for a while. See how guards come and go. Yeah. Rounds, routines. <clears throat> yeah, we got a week to case it. I think in that time, if there's no objection from the table, I would like to ask Booyah to spend two hours switching out the stone in my ribbon weave. Okay. Reason being, if we're trying to be sneaky, radiant damage and daylight aren't going to be the most helpful things in the world. That is accurate. Yeah. So do I get new properties? Yes. So still plus one ribbon weave. Mm-hmm. Um, once per long rest, you can use the stone to cast lightning bolt out of it. The, the, the spell lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll look that up. You gain resistance to lightning damage three times per day. You can use the weapon to deal lightning damage with a strike. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a modified version of this spell, so write down what I'm about to tell you because I'm not giving you the full kitten caboodle. My lead's loose. Um, Once per day, um, on a successful attack that dealt lightning damage, so one of those three times per Mm -hmm. day, once, once, one of those times per day, you can use it to cause an effect similar to chain lightning to bolt 
from the enemy you struck to another enemy um, within 30 feet. For the same amount of damage? Uh, no, there's separate damage. If the they get a dexterity saving throw, okay. And, yeah. If they fail, they take six d8 lightning damage. Jesus. Or on a successful save, half that. What about? Or what's the DC? Um, it is ten plus your dex modifier. Okay, just keep it simple. So lightning bolt casts in a straight line. Yes, and hits every everybody in, in the line. line. Yes. So th- and and then this is if I deal lightning damage. I can make it jump to the next guy as well. Yeah. One time. Okay. Yeah, it's not quite as potent as the chain lightning spell, but still. Um, and then lastly, actually, that that's all. So as once Varen's gone, uh, Beric says... Why are we doing this? Um, well, for me, keeping uh, the Stormlords that like us on our side and removing the one that doesn't like us seems not like a bad idea. <coughs> are we assassins now? It's not what we've been. We've killed plenty of people. We haven't done it. For, we haven't done it just because someone hired us to. We haven't done it to remove inconvenient people. That's certainly true. Um, Dex says, uh, listen, I'm, if we don't, if we don't want to kill him, if we choose not to kill him, that's fine with me. But if he's got one of these, he points to the obelisk, if he's got one of these in his house, it needs to be deactivated. I don't know what this is. I know I'm about to, I'm about to I'm about to feed you that. Um, so these obelisks, <clears throat> and I don't know, I don't know what they call them, but they're a tool of the inspired. And we've talked about inspired, right? You would know inspired. Sure. Uh, okay. Sure. When now I've, I've never seen one deactivated like this, uh, but when they're working, they attack your brain the same way that well, the other things that have attacked our minds in the past, the mind flare or the uh, the portrait of. Um, Get bad dream, nightmare. Yeah, you get nightmares. Make you, go crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it has control abilities like the actual inspired do, uh, but it will. It'll 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 goof with your noodle. That's all I'm saying. Are these inspired? You keep saying they affect your dreams. Is this connected to the dream thieves? These things we keep seeing come up in. Uh, I mean, in these ancient. It absolutely could be. And to further that, if he if he has one, and he's a willing co-conspirator in what these people or these creatures are doing, then that gives me no qualms about removing him from the face of this earth or this whatever Weber on. Is it possible? I don't know the answer to this. Is it possible for this to be in his house and? causing him to behave the way he's behaving and that once we deactivate it he'll be himself again uh, I is mean, that how this works <clears throat> I don't I don't know how it affects behavior uh, it's always been more of a torture thing than a behavior modifier but it doesn't affect the inspired themselves does it coming into direct <laughs> contact with one mm-hmm. is what allowed your brothers to be 
to become inspired. Okay. Like physically touching it. Okay. So, um, here, here's, here's the thing. Um, I know I've told you a little bit about my brother, uh, brothers. Yeah. Uh, the way they lost their, uh, autonomy was by touching one of these. If he's got one in his house, he's, he, there's a good chance he's touched it and he's not, he's not Omantu anymore anyway. There's nothing to be done about that. Well, there's one thing we can do about that. I understand that. Uh, worst, worst. Your, yeah. Your brothers say there is not a way we could cure them. In my experience, once somebody turns, they cannot turn back. I see. I've seen hundreds of people when before I came here, uh, and the more sinister scenario on all this is he's bringing people to that thing. And coercing them into touching it. No, I'm, I'm understanding what the stone is now. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fully on board with that part of the mission. It mm-hmm. seems, um, <laughs> seems that that's an extremely dangerous thing that we should do something about. Booyah, you, with the goblins from your tribe and stuff that have touched these, it all lines up with what Dex is saying of you, you never found a way to bring them back. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering. Well, if he is one of these, listen, I, I, not to, not to question your understanding of events but what is it what is it that makes the inspired bad what i mean they're they're conquerors uh they're trying they took over sarlona essentially and if they're trying to expand uh you know sarlona then zendrick so this in corvair so your your thought is that this he is if he is an agent of this group then he's using this stone to essentially create a, a foothold for them here. Right. Like a conscription. Right. Shanghai. And really it, it's not, it's not recruiting. Right. All right. Booyah say we kill him. Booyah never have that kind of gold. Booyah fine. Kill him. He have bad stone, big rock. We kill. Well. All right. There's one vote. I'm willing to make the decision on what we do about Yorick in the moment. Uh, we need to plan the highest. We ain't never had to plan how we're going to take somebody out. Yes, that is true. So, but if we get there and we see any evidence that what I'm thinking might be happening is happening, he's a dead man. All right. And I'll put, I'll put the finishing blow on it myself. I'll trust you. Booyah. Stole the kill last time. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah, just help. <laughs> yes, you do. If we find out he's not bad, then Booyah, no problem, live. But what about his men? Well, if he's doing what I think he's doing, his men aren't his men. His men are inspired as well. Almost. Can certainly. you tell? Can I tell? I didn't think so. The only thing I can think is they might react to me differently. Right, because they see through the magic of the changelings. It's the only way I'd be able to tell is how they react to me. All right. Well, there's plenty of legwork we can do on the break-in without having to finish the decision about what to do about him and his men. Sure, right. Paula, uh, Lady Omarin, has a um, has a particular dislike for this gentleman. Clearly. And also has access to a number of resources. Uh, she's 
she's good in with with house house denice although i don't really trust any of the houses at this point and she's also uh has the loyalty of the of the iron guard which is a uh a, a war-forged militia that act as a sort of elite police force here i don't know if she'd be willing to but she might lend us some resources uh i'm 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 for it but uh last i did just say that we cannot talk to her about this at all uh, i have no experience in planning a heist and i have no idea how to do any of this as uh my background is very firmly not in skullduggery but <laughs> uh i do know how to how to speak circuitously all right uh, so yeah, I mean it's worth it's worth a, an avenue worth exploring. Uh, luckily, I do have some experience in planning a heist. <clears throat> uh, you know, you know where I was, what I did. Yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah, booyah! Uh, I used to be uh, in a thieves guild in Thrain. Booyah! No surprise. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. So, do you all want to come up with a rough? So, you're going to do it the night of the. We're gonna we 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 will have cased the place for a while. The night of the gala, we're gonna go in whatever door we think is most, or window or something. Yeah, method, the method of entry that is least conspicuous. Figure out how many guards that we can notice on the premises. Um, if possible, I'd like to arrange a disturbance. Okay. To draw the attention of the security detail. Okay. Oh yeah, we could definitely get some drunk guys to brawl out in front of the house or something. Um, and then. Are you all just going to, if the obelisk is there, lie in wait until Amantu returns? Well, if the obelisk is there, I think we need to deactivate it immediately. Well, yeah. <coughs> yes, but we're um, not sure. We're not sure what we're going to do about Amantu yet. We need okay. to find out, we need to see what we see. Okay. If he has a big book that says, My Evil Plan to Turn Everyone Inspired. <laughs> okay. So hold on. Let's figure out what everyone is doing to prepare for this. Your casing, Booyah's casing the joint. What is Dex doing? Ah, you give me the broad strokes plan. And then in the moment, like whoever says, I want to see if there's another motive, like the best mode of entry. They're the ones that we do the flashback with to see, um, what they found out. I see. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, you, you all can plan it out a bit more. It was just the idea that I had, but if you want to specifically state that Booyah is casing the place, Dex is doing something. I have an idea for something I want Dex to do. Okay. I don't know if this needs to come later. <clears throat> I would think that Dex is going to take some of those 500 GP we were given, go to the marketplace, buy something, change shape, be a little, do a little delivery boy in to at least get to get a look around. Maybe the at least part of the bottom floor. Okay. Um, Dress up as a fantasy plumber. His basement's got a leak. <laughs> okay. And then you're trying to arrange for a disturbance. I'd like to arrange for a disturbance. Uh, I'd like to talk to Paolo and see what what assets she'd be willing to part with in a very uh, circuitous conversation in which we talk about something without talking about something. Okay. Um, which I think <laughs> Barrick's good at. Barrick says, I, the thing that's not bad. Wink. Barrick's better at it than that. Okay. Okay. I would also, in the week leading up to this, like to see if there are any is any magical information regarding 
spells of concealment and passage in the black book. Okay. Also, if you're going to demand information about Varric's hand, it's probably before the heist. Since in the uh, middle of it, we probably won't have conversation. Fair enough. I think Dex says we're going to talk about that later a lot. Never actually. Gets <laughs> Dex is not big on follow through. <laughs> it was just kind of his thing. He's like, well, that, that's how Dex says I didn't expect that. So we're, we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> Obviously, there's not anything like enough time for him to sit down and read it cover to cover. And that's no, not how he yeah. would go about yeah. making a search of it. Um, but if there's an index or a table of contents or anything mm-hmm. that you could use to. All right, Barrick. I, you know, seems like every once a month you should. That's uh, probably about accurate. It's probably more more frequent than it, that. Every time we get into a scrape or perceive that there might be a scrape, you come up with some new something that you can do. What was that? Cut yourself. Your sword catches fire. Something I've been uh, uh, learning with uh, Master Banar. Um, he's been pointing. He's a uh, he hasn't said it out right, but the way he talked, I I recognize the talk. Uh, I think he's a seeker, which is uh, an adherent of the blood of Vol. Oh, it's not the guy that goes after the snitch. Well, it's also that. All right, but they only play that in on dare. <laughs> and he's been showing me some ways to enhance enhance magic using the. Well, I'm not sure. It's a bit cheesy the way he talks about it, but the power within. Um, but anyway, he showed me that. It's an interesting trick. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's an interesting trick. Uh, but something happened when, whenever you all brought me back. And from what I could see, that. Uh, it looked as though my father rammed this sword through my chest <laughs> as part of the ritual, which you did see happen. Mm-hmm. It's not just something I wield anymore. It's, it's a part of me. Whatever this creature is or this entity is that made a pact with my ancestors, I have felt in the last weeks that it is less and less that he is given me this weapon to wield and more and more that I am a weapon he means to, or it means to wield. I don't know what that means in the long term for us at this point, but it's, I understand more about the nature of this power than I did. Hmm. Um, it's, it's essentially as though I'm pulling on the natural there's an old word for this. It's called uh, it's called Erebus. It's this natural, the primordial force of shadow. That I'm able to pull that and form it. Hmm. And to this, and it draws on the power and the the sword manifests in his hand as it has. Uh, <clears throat> although it's it's become a little bit less like a classic cruciform longsword and mm-hmm. has become a little bit thinner in the blade as his as he's started to learn to actually sword fight um, as opposed to just magic things. Right. Um, I don't know what that means and I still don't have any idea what this thing is or truly what it wants but something changed on the other side and 
I'm trying to understand it. And Paolo's an excellent swordsman, and Baynar has a grasp on this type of magic. I'm not sure what his magic, where his magic is drawn from, but he's worth watching. There's something familiar in it. It feels like mine. Mm. I haven't seen any, ev- any evidence that he is what I am, that he is part of this pact, but, but there's something familiar in his magic. <clears throat> Have you ever said Shadarkai to me? No. I didn't think so. But I think I do now. I don't think there's any evidence that he's related to the Shadarkai or the Kabalrim. Uh, which that's that that word was the word for the group that made the pact in the okay. on the old on the frescoes and stuff we saw. Yeah, that yeah. Booyah wouldn't be familiar with Vol, would he? No, Not really. The name came up and it was one of the names on the pact. It was one of the pact names. But that, that would but, be about the extent. I mean, yeah. Blood of Vol. Yeah, right. that's a religion I, that you would have yeah. I mean, you might know about it by now. Yeah. We've spent a while. There are there are there's a blood of Vol church in, in Sormridge. Um but the connection between what the connection is between that name and that religion is something Barrick's very interested in knowing, but no, it doesn't have any, any way of figuring it out. Well, Barrick, let me just say that, um, despite the seemingly uncontrollable nature of magic and your power, I trust you and your, uh, your working with a benevolent expert guide will keep us, uh, will keep it from being uh, a danger to yourself or your friends. Oh no, he's shady as hell, man. <laughs> Well, that that's I have that's no probably, idea what he's into, but it's something. That's probably fine too. I trust I trust you. Like I said, over the course of the week, um, go ahead and give me a a mark for um an hour to just find the information. If you want to do anything more with it, well, you can talk then. You find two spells that uh, deal with um concealment, uh transporting that that kind of thing one is called uh facsimile of life you you look at the brief overview of the spell is this an actual 5e spell that i can look up and save you you read it it's a homebrew it's basically used by using a small amount of life force as a catalyst so sacrificing a mouse or maybe even cutting down a tree just some some form of life dying (laughs) you can uh, imbue an undead creature or a construct uh, to imitate life. So they would go undetected as an undead creature or a construct. That's that's something kind of just tertiarily related to what you were looking for. And then also you find something uh, scrawled in very jagged handwriting. This was like very like mm-hmm. calligraphy, very pretty. And this is like print scratch. <laughs> It says Victor's Dark Transport. Um, <laughs> Presumably this is the handwriting of Victor. <laughs> Dave's Shadow Train. Um, the description of this talks about the uh, user of the spell um, simply by performing hand gestures can instantly transform themselves into a flurry of bats and travel up to 60 feet in a straight line to an unoccupied space they can see. Vampire. All Ooh, creatures caught in their wake must make a constitution saving throw or take 3d4 necrotic damage, half as much on a successful save. The wielder of the spell regains hit points equal to half the damage dealt. And there's some more crunchy mechanic stuff. But um, So those are, those are the two spells that you were able to find just glancing through an hour, knowing what you were looking for about concealment and uh, 
movement. Um, Who can you transform into bats? Just yourself? Uh, presumably the, the caster. The target is self, yes. Okay. Um, and there's no like casting this at a higher level sort of stuff because these are not um, fighting spells. This is a third level spell. Okay. Um, so if you cast it at fourth level or higher, the damage is increased by 1d4. Okay. Um, and the facsimile of life, one, once again, in fiction, looking at the required elements of sure, it, no, I, it's no. a first level okay. spell. Although facsimile, I mean, you can make a construct look like a person. Are these things, if I were to want to cast these things, how would that work since they're not for packed magic? Um, <laughs> for each spell, you would need to study the book for three additional hours for each spell. Okay. Uh, I think I went to learn Victor's Dark Transport. Okay. Is this one that's just going to be added to my spell list or how does this work? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll for now add it to your spell. Okay. We, can, we can look into balancing it a bit later but well, I mean, adding yeah. it to my spell list doesn't give me any extra slots or anything fair, fair enough yeah that's a... um yeah so like a wizard you're just learning spells so yeah so mark three <laughs> three more hours but into the book but are there any additional saves mm-hmm. that come along with this no not yet cool <laughs> wait i mean there may not be who knows sure <laughs> all right that's fine anything else you all would like to do other than what was already stated during the week I can't think of anything else. Are you going to read the book some more? Oh, yeah. Oh, that would happen. You got some stuff going on. You only have a few hours a night to read. Mark 10 more hours off your list. How do I feel about it? I mean, am I still enjoying You're, it? It's it's an amazing read. You feel awesome. Like the heroic deeds of great people throughout history. Um, you, I, I imagine Booyah, like... Barrick being the type of person Barrick is quickly flipped through until he got to the bits that he wanted to see. Whereas Booyah sat down in just page one, page two. So you don't really know what all is in the book yet. You're just in like the stories section. So, okay. You're reading grand tales. Booyah's um, enjoying it. Randy might have a little bit of a bad feeling. Don't let Philip wig you out. Um, I'll let you bump that up to 20. If you want to take disadvantage on all the checks for this break in. <laughs> nope. Okay. Up to 43 hours. Okay. Have you heard back from the group? It's a big yet? book. No. Okay. Um, She's a whole lot of dog. It only takes a couple hours. How many are you at? 43? Um, okay. So we do a camera slide cut to the three of you standing in the street in front. No, you know, probably not that obvious. But it is now a week later, the night of the break in. The night of the gala. It's a little bit after uh, after dusk. Night has fallen. Um, the ever bright lamps are on now. And you all are in the safe room. Ready to depart. How far is it from where we are to his place? Five minute walk. I assume we're not walking on the main streets. Like we're going to be alleyways and what we can. Except that what's actually happening at the moment is Dex is actually waiting in disguise along the route somewhere so that he can see what Yorikamatu is wearing. Okay. This evening. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, yeah, give me give me a, a stealth check just to see seem inconspicuous. Okay. You're not standing in the middle of the road gawking at him. Oh, that's a perfect twenty. Twenty seven. Okay. So. I have something for this if you would like it. Let me hear yours and I'll tell you if I got because I got an idea as well. 
Um, you were able to take some of the 500 gold that you had acquired over the course of the past week. And uh, just through conversations and just rumors, nothing, gossip, um, you found out which tailor shop Amantu was going to be going to for his outfit tonight. Mm -hmm. And you were able to go there and bribe the tailor to make you an exact copy of Amantu's outfit is the thought that I had. I like that. I would like to add to it that okay. I had been practicing his voice. Okay. And I have his voice down. Okay. I'll, I'll allow for both of those. Um, and I would like to say that in fiction, Dex has his voice down. I don't think Jeff will be able to sound like one of Eric's voices. It, it's a gruff British accent. It's not hard. Um, <laughs> um, so out of the 500 gold pieces you had, somebody just marked down that the outfit cost 50 gold. Okay. Oh, can we say that that's also what I delivered is his outfit for the night? I wouldn't pick them both up at the same time. And I, I kept one and I delivered the other one to his house. That's how I got the layout. That would have involved, because he would have had somebody go fetch it for him. Oh, like, it wouldn't have been a delivery boy thing. Um, I mean, the tailor wouldn't have a deliver like you would go pick up your outfit. Okay. Um, but we can, we can still go with that. It's just going to not that outfit. manifest sure. in a different way. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, you, you have a, a small bag on your back and you're just in the, in the shadow of a building, Amantu strolls, strolls by and you've got his outfit ready to go. Mm -hmm. You got his voice down. Um, so yeah, what is everyone else doing? Well, I assume that we have a arranged for a rendezvous once, mm -hmm. once Dex has Do we still have finished. our far speech? Did we ever give those up? Well, we never gave them up, but I think we've worked out that the Citadel had the frequency and could listen to what we say to each other. Ooh, that's a solid. I <laughs> forgot about that. Then we probably did get rid of them. <laughs> you never said you got rid of them. Maybe that's something maybe that's something Booyah can tinker with down the road. There you go. Yeah. Give us some communicators. But anyway, yeah, we've set a rendezvous point. Uh and basically it's once I see Amantu Perhaps that's something that Booyah did this week. It's jailbreaked our speaking stones. Is that feasible? Presumably this will be backed up with a check, is what I'm assuming. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I assume we can't just yeah. declare no, things. No. Um, I flip it over a forced... Uh, <laughs> oh, wrong yeah. system. Oh. Um, but yeah, this is going to take about half of your your time during the week. Um, probably at least 20 hours or so. I can case as well. Um, I was thinking that the whole time. Like, so... Go ahead and give me... Yeah, I can pass by ten times in a row looking like different people, none the wiser. There's no spellcraft ability anymore. Um, um, it can either be a tools thing or if you want to just use Arcana. Um, and what tool tool set do you have? Flute. You have a flute? <laughs> yeah, his, his ranger does not really give you a bunch of crafting tools. Yeah. Nope. It's going to have to be an Arcana check then. Because of what we've talked about, though, with Booyah's mind working the way it does, I'll give you advantage on the check, though. Okay. Nope. Uh, nope. 18. 18? Yeah, after after a week, you really feel like you, you were able to fiddle with some of the runes and stuff like that and some of the markings. And, and you're, you're fairly confident that you've basically set up a new communication channel between these... These two speaking stones? I guess we would have each had one. There'd only be two, yeah. Crast has one, right. but who knows where he is? Yeah. 
But right yeah, now, guess too. conceivably, I would be in one place and you two would be in another. In, in, right. In another. So Amantu walks by. Walks by. I, I, I will say, if you want to make one for yourself, that would be another 15 hours of your work week. Work week. So um, if you want to do that. Yeah, I think it would be. They probably would want Buya to have one. <laughs> I would think. It'd be convenient. <coughs> All right. So, okay. So, we want me just to lose some hours from the book? We're not at that point yet. It's okay. only if you keep wanting to do stuff. So, what was Barrick up to? Because we've done something with Dex, something with uh, Booyah. Um, so, now you do have the speaking stones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barrick would have tried in a lengthy and roundabout conversation during one of their sword fighting, one of their practice sessions. Um, to convince uh, Lady Amarin to arrange a distraction uh, for um, for this evening to try and draw the attention of Amantu's uh, security detail around his house. Uh, since we've been here long enough, I assume Beric knows that the Stormreach Watch has a reputation for incompetence and uh, corruption. Uh, and so hoping that some sort of disruption in the street could yeah. draw them away from the house while we try to get in. Um, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. That seems reasonable. Oh, that's not excellent. I believe that's going to be a 12. 12? Through the, the veiled conversation that you two are having and you're back and forth doing your dueling lessons, you, you get in... the. The message she's trying to send to you is, um, I trust in your capabilities to handle this yourself. Um, so, um, yeah. So you all are meeting up in the rendezvous point. Um, Amantu has left the premises and Dex has a set of his clothes. So where is the rendezvous point? I don't know, like a block from his house. Okay. So you all convene there. And what now? What's the playing game? I suppose now we get in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pass without trace. Okay. I think well, that's good. What's our plan? Like... Are we sneaking in, or are we going to walk through the front door with escorted by Lord Amantu here? Mm. I think, I think we got to go in the front. I think I got to go in the front. One, I mean, here's the thing: he wasn't walking with an elf, with a uh, half dark elf and a goblin on the way there. Who was he walking with? You watched him. Uh, he just had two looked like uh, human bodyguards with him. So they're gonna question why he would come back. They're not gonna question him, right? I mean, he's the master of the house. He, sure, he forgot his phone and had to come back and get it. <clears throat> Afraid he left the stove on. Right. <laughs> he was just with uh with two humans. <sighs> How can we get in? We can just go in the front. Maybe you go. You go in front door and we don't be with you. Maybe we come in probably back door. Did somebody case the and joint to see? Yeah. All the we we both, we both cased it. So okay. what do we know? Make some checks. Okay. Nah. Um, um, you can either do stealth to like sneak around the house, try to not be seen by the guard or um, investigation. Now, did we do this together? No, we did this separately. I'm going to do investigation because I can, I, I walked around 
past that house down the sides of it a billion times looking like a billion different people. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to be stealthy necessarily to be well, go ahead and roll monitoring. investigation and yeah. That is an 11. 11? And Booyah probably would have cast Pass Without Trace to make him okay. extra unnoticeable, hopefully. So you get plus 10 yeah. to a stealth check? Yes. So that's going Looks to be good. 31. 31? Um, yeah. Booyah, you just because you, he has some very lovely tall uh, bushes and things like that, like, landscaping done around his house so you're basically able to just walk upright through them and look up and see there is a back entrance to the house um on the first floor obviously and then there are windows um there there are two windows on the back side of the house away from the street and kind of the garden area on both both the second and third floor that seem like they might be Decent ways to to get in. That's what you got. Okay, so you guys relate say, that. Yeah, I say. Um, all right, I'm gonna go in the front, make up some cockamamie story about why I had to come back. Maybe send them on errand. The houses next door are either of them, either Varens or Palos. No, there is some separation between the house, the Stormlord house there. They're basically in their own district, but they're not just lined up right next to each other. They've all got some acreage. Um, I will unlock the back door and I will signal you through the stone that is unlocked. And then I'm going to make my way to the bedroom. I feel like I should be able to pass unmolested in that house to my own quote unquote own bedroom I, that seems to make sense so yeah and then i will meet you in the basement provided you get there all right i assume if you are caught they will holler for the master since they know he's in the house now right and i can probably come and figure something out all right so okay <clears throat> they so. they are in said doll edges yep and a booyah has told me well, no, I, I guess did I did I see it also the back door or not? I didn't because I didn't pass the check, huh? No, because you were just walking up and down the street, and mm-hmm. investigation was also potentially involving getting like figuring out who you could talk to to get the blueprints for the house, but you mm-hmm. were never able to really right sure get any traction in that regard. And did Booyah notice any like guards, you know, walking the premises? There were there were some guards that would occasionally walk through the garden and stuff, but most of them ignore the back side of the house because they think who's going to come back here. What about the delivery? Was I able to see? Did I get in? Did I get into the house when I did the delivery? Well, once you get inside, we're gonna address that check. Okay, basically. Okay. Um. So yeah, you walk up to the front of the house. Um. Do you just go to open the door? Yeah, or? I'm just gonna try to open the door. I'm gonna assume okay. the house is occupied, and so it's probably unlocked. I'm just gonna open the door. Um. You swing the door open, and you see uh, a member of what you have come to know as the Stormreach Guard, the local police force, mm-hmm. kind of start and say, oh, "Lord." Last night, uh, what what are you doing? Or oh, sorry, Lord Amantu, what what? Why have you returned? Oh, um, I just left something uh, in my chamber. <laughs> I love it. I love that voice so much. <laughs> uh, oh, what? Where are uh, Ricky and 
Greg. <laughs> I sent them on. There's no need for them to come back with me. They go to enjoy the party. Deception check. <laughs> they go to enjoy the party. I was hoping you were going to say Ricky and Fred. That's Ricky and Bobby. Ah, uh, all those would have been good. That is a 17623. Okay. <laughs> He's like, oh. <clears throat> Very you well. know me. I love to. What? I'm. I, it's fun for me to see others have fun. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> He's very confused, but believes that you are mm-hmm. Lord Amantu. So um, now let's go ahead, and you're in the house. Mm-hmm. Flashback to right. you going to the market. <coughs> what type of thing are you going to buy to deliver? I'm not. I'm not altogether sure. I figure. What I probably do is I ask around who has a delivery service. Like, do you guys deliver? Do you guys deliver? When somebody finally says yes, um, I just kind of take a look at their wares. And, you know, if it's a if it's a grocer, I just get some more high end quality something because I figure I can even say it's a gift. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they a nice storm- bottle of wine. Sure. A nice bottle of wine. And the Stormlords receive tribute, I'm sure, all the time. Sure. So. So, yeah, so I buy a nice bottle of wine. You couch it as a bribe from a smuggler. <laughs> I do like that. Okay. So it's from the White Raven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so go ahead and uh, mark off for a fine bottle of wine. Let's say 15 gold pieces. Can you keep me track? Yeah, I keep track. Yep. This is a baller, baller port. Um, okay, so you go and you knock on the front door mm-hmm. of... Um, what what do you look like right now? Um, I, I'm assuming. So let's say I'm a halfling. Okay. Uh, I'm a young halfling even. Okay. Like the sort of person that would be a delivery boy. Okay. Um, and I say, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So you knock on the door and you see a, a guard open it. Mm-hmm. Like what's your, what's your business? Sir. Um, I'm here. Uh, with uh, an offering for uh, Lord uh, Storm, Storm Lord of Amon, Amantu. Uh, okay, I'll I'll take it. Well, um, see, uh, my uh, my my boss, uh, he he wanted me to deliver it personally. Uh, it, it, would it would it be possible to see Lord Amantu? Okay, go ahead and give me a deception check. Okay, with advantage because of that adorable voice. Mm, thank you. <laughs> That's an 18, 20, 20. The guard just kind of shakes his head. Like last thing he wants to deal with is a headache of an unsolicited, adorable child delivery boy. But like, fine kid, go come on in. Um, As uh, as soon as I walk in, I do the whole childlike wonderment thing. Wow, mister, this is a really cool place. I just, I start, I'm, I'm like really trying to walk as much as I can and get as much looking around as I, okay. as I can, you know, um, I, I hope one day I get to live in a, in a place like this one day, but you know, right now I'm just an errand boy for, for uh, Greenbeard. you know, Greenbeard. Uh, I, I don't, I don't believe I've heard of him. Well, you're gonna, he's an up and coming guy uh, here in Stormreach. Okay. So as you, as you kind of pace around the bottom floor, um, you see immediately to your left, there is a doorway that leads into what appears to be a small sitting area. Okay, this is as soon as I walk in the door to the left. There's a, there, there's a short little hallway that like a, a, a receiving, entry. Yeah, receiving area. A foyer, if you will. Foyer. It's a fancy you, house, so it's a foyer. Oh, pardon me. 
Okay. So to my left, to my, to your left, there is one door that leads into a small sitting area. It's actually a double door. And then another door right next to it cornered. So you come in through the foyer mm-hmm. and then on the left, the door on this wall <coughs> that kind of goes back the way that you came. Uh-huh. That's the sitting area. Okay. And then over to your left directly, if you were just take a left turn and walk straight, um, there appears to be like a little like breakfast nook type area. There's a small table, some chairs, some lovely bay windows where the morning light can come in. Um, right next to that door are stairs that lead up stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, on the right hand side, similar to the sitting area doors, there's a single door with what appears to be a study, uh, some big comfy chairs, bookshelves, fireplace. Um, and then along the right hand wall, across from where the breakfast nook and the stairs are, it's just a wall with some windows. And then you can see through an archway in the very back, there's a uh, a dining area in the back. At the end of this grant, this large open area. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, you can't really, without going back there, mm-hmm. see what else is there. You know, um, Mister, I, I could just uh, you know, I, if I just like you know put, put put this on his kitchen counter or something, or put it in his wine cellar for you or anything like that, that'd probably be you know. That's a, that's a, that's an inch as good a mile kind of thing. You can uh, you can take it back to the kitchen staff. Okay, thank thank thanks a lot. Um, that's great. Boy, it's sure it's a nice house. Uh, just through the through the dining area back there, and then take a left for only door on your left. Okay. Um, so you walk back there. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a free swinging door. Um, that you're able to walk through, and there's some staff back there sitting around. It's not meal time right now. Um, and a a kind elderly woman is like, oh, hello, dear. What can we do for you? Hi. Um, <laughs> gosh, you look like my mom. Um, do, do you think uh, I could put this somewhere? It's a it's an offering uh, for uh, for Lord um, Omeron Domantu <laughs> Baba Ganoush. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that uh, it gets to him. But uh, you, you look like the kind of person I can trust. Um, <clears throat> do you see a back door in this kitchen? I do. Yeah. Okay. So um, I was I was hoping I could just uh, maybe maybe leave it with you. I'll, I'll take it, dear. You just run along. Oh I'll gosh, thanks. Do Who, some precocious wandering. Who, oh yeah. Who's it from? Um, it's from uh, Greenbeard. Um, he oh. if you wouldn't mind telling uh, Lord Montu that he hopes for safe passage. Very well. And there's there's the back door and another door in the kitchen that is closed. Okay. So um, and then the door you came through, obviously. Right. Uh, if I were to walk, so. So if I've got this right. I've got dining room and then the kitchen's off to this side. Yes. Okay. And the back door's off that way as well. Yes. Uh, is there anything across the dining room? No, just some windows. Okay. Uh, anything in the back of the dining room? More windows. So there is no other way. There's one staircase up. And then there's a door in the kitchen, which I'm going to have to presume leads to the basement because there's no other staircase down. Um, and, uh, I think what I do <clears throat> is I'm going to come out of the dining room. Okay. I'm going to turn. I'm going to look up the stairs, uh, just kind of marveling. Just be just before the archway. Like, as soon as you come back through the archway, back mm-hmm. towards the front, mm-hmm. there is a door um, immediately on your now right. But when you were walking towards the dining room from the front, it would have been on your left. Just beyond the stairway? Um, yeah, like where the stairs go up, it's a door into 
basically the wall created by the stairs. Okay. Okay. Um, that could be the basement too. Honestly, probably more likely. We've established I'm adorable. So, so I go and as I'm walking, I kind of stop at the stairs and I look up at them. I assume there's some sort of a banner or painting or something on the landing. Oh yeah. And you know, I'm like, wow. I start, I just like a little kid would just kind of start to go up the stairs towards. Hey, 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 hey. Or give me, give me a self check. Just see if this guy notices. 15. Um, You hear him go, hey, hey, kid, where are you going? Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. I just got carried away. This painting, tapestry, what? This thing that I said I'm walking up to look towards. What is uh, it? It's, it's a collectible painting. vase. <laughs> it's a painting of a Montu. I just can't get over these Hummel figurines. <laughs> um, I just, this painting is amazing. Uh, is that Lord of Montu? Yes, yes, it is. It's just so big. You know, I've heard about the parties he throws. Is this? Is this, is this where he throws them in this big room here? Uh, gesturing back down to the main room in the oh, first floor. No, he, he holds them in his uh, just gathering area on the second floor. Oh, gosh. Would it be okay if I just took a look at it? I just, the party sounds so amazing. And, you know, that's the kind of place that I want to be one day. And it just, I just want to see the room where it happened. <laughs> the guard just kind of sighs. And begins walking behind you up the stairs. Sure. Um, so what do I see when I get to the top of the stairs? I'm assuming a large open area. Um, yes, you. Well, actually, no. You you walk up the stairs and you see a wall with a door immediately in front of you that is shut. Um, and then looking over your shoulder, you see a hallway that leads back. And there's some more stairs going up behind you. Okay. Um. <clears throat> On your, as you're standing at the top of the stairs facing that wall, on your left, there is a uh, open door that you can see there is a washroom okay. inside it. And then another door right next to it. And then all the way back down the hallway near where you entered the house, like a little bit before where you entered the house, there are uh, two doors, not double doors, just two doors near each other. <clears throat> one of them is open and it shows a a large sitting room gathering area um another fireplace stuff like that like that okay that room there is where he he holds his parties right, i look at the doors that are directly in front of us they're closed mm-hmm. i say oh it's not these two here no no um it's well there's only there's only one door in front of you that's closed okay i say i just assumed it'd be you know right at the top of the stairs it's not this one no no uh, this House wasn't designed to throw parties in, so it's back that way. Oh, okay, I see. I, I mean, is it okay if I just poke my head and just really see it? Uh, and he begins to walk with you around, uh-huh. like turn around back uh-huh. down the hallway towards the open doorway. Awesome. Um, yeah, the, the door to the washroom is open. The second door in that hallway is closed, and then the other door at the end of the hallway is closed. But he shows you... Mm-hmm. Um, Shows you the gathering area. It looks really swanky, really nice. Leather sofas. Mm. Um, smell of mahogany in the air. So I say, man, this sure, this place sure smells sure smells like rich guy. Um, <laughs> lots of lots of wood and leather and it's like a, it's like it's like my granddad's car. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I say, uh, 
I say, wow, this is amazing. You know, one day I think I'm going to work hard enough that I'm going to get invited to the sort of parties that you throw around here. Maybe one day I'll even be the kind of guy that throws parties like this. You keep working on those deliveries, kid, and I'm sure you'll get there one day. Huh. And this guard has taken a trip around God, the world. God, you're, <laughs> you're so nice. Okay. I, I wish you were my dad. Um, and, then, <laughs> and on that, he puts yeah, his hand gently on your place. shoulder and begins guiding yeah. you back down the stairs. Um, I think, I think <laughs> that was outstandingly successful. <laughs> yeah. I've pushed the, um, I pushed it as far as I can. I say, yeah. I say, well, thanks. Um, just, you know, remember green beard, green beard. Yeah. Got it. Right. Um, okay. So cut back to you are Lord of Montu mm-hmm. in the first floor. You have a pretty good sense of most of the first floor and about half of the second floor. Mm-hmm. And he so, has unlocked the back door. Is that what we said? That's um, that was going to be your first move. Okay. Actually, what I'm gonna and yeah, because what I'm gonna say is uh, I'm gonna say um, yes. Well, um, I need to go and see uh the um the bottle of wine. Remember the the the, the green beard fellow sent me a bottle of wine. Um, I believe it's in the kitchen. Oh, oh yeah, I he, I think the boy gave it to uh Mrs. Driston. Uh, but she may have left it back there. So do you, would you like me to go get it? I have legs, son. And he just kind of like, okay. mm-hmm. so, um, you're able to walk back there. Um, we're gonna do another flashback real quick. Okay. Um, well, okay. Here's my thought. Um, would one of you like to attempt, and I'm going to let you all figure out how, um, you could have gotten Lord Amantu's kitchen staff dismissed for the evening? Because they, they're living help, but... Is the mere fact that he's going to be spending all evening at a party and not eating in residence? I mean, they would they would still be working on, like, prep for the next day. I mean, they are living kitchen help, so they stay busy. <coughs> If not, that's fine. You can try to do um, deception checks around them, but giving them tickets to I, something. <laughs> I would like to have perhaps gotten, um, since all of the Stormlords will be gone this evening, uh, perhaps the staff at Lady Omarin's estate has arranged for the staffs of the other Stormlords to go out for, to go out go out drinking tonight. Okay, since the bosses will all be gone, how would you like to accomplish this? Well, it, it would be really nice if Lady Omarin would just tell her staff to do this, um, but I don't know if I can attempt that again based on the last thing that we tried. If you can try something different, I'd prefer to go about it that way. I mean, you, uh, I mean, you probably I, would have gotten to know. Her I was going to say, I spend some time at her. I spend a, a good deal of time in her house. So, uh, sure, I will try to have approached her staff about um, this fun idea you had about arranging it. Uh, basically, saying what I would like to try and plant the idea based on what my family's staff did whenever there was a a big okay. <laughs> to do, and my grandfather was going to be out. Okay, so deception. Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> I don't know if my family has a staff. 
We're not this rich. Um, cooperate with me, dice. That's better. Uh, 17. Okay. Um, you talk to the um, elderly woman who's the head of Omer's Kitchen. Um, it's all one elderly woman. <laughs> Mrs. Driston just running all over town. Um, you're like, that, that's actually, I can't believe we've never thought of doing that. That's a marvelous idea. Um, yes. And she turns to one of the young cooks and is like, go, go contact uh, the other Lord's staffs and let them know that we're going to have a, have a party in the basement of Omerin's house. Consequences be damned. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you managed to walk back there. Uh, Lord of and the kitchen is empty. <clears throat> All right. The first thing I do is op- uh, attempt to open the door that was closed. The one that's not the back door in the kitchen. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, I'm just going to go all Lone Ranger on this one. I guess I could have, I could have opened <laughs> your door first. <laughs> I just wanted to be able to say, basement's right there. Dex, dex saving throw? Mm-hmm. All right. Dex, dex saving dex. throw to save dex. Yeah, guys, we get it. Um, <laughs> hey, you did na- this to yourself. I know. Your name's your best skill. <laughs> That's a 20. That's a 20. Um, okay. As soon as you touch the handle on the door, mm-hmm. um, you feel some heat come from the knob. And then you manage to, your eyes go wide as you see flames begin to kind of cover the door. And you dive out of the way as flames shoot out of that door. Uh, giving a pretty, <clears throat> a not quiet, like, <sighs> so... Your beard's kind of singed. You need to regrow it. Real quick. Well, I fix that <laughs> real fast. Yeah. Um. How not quiet? Um. Is he is he coming? Not quiet. He did not hear it. All right. I attempt to open <laughs> the back door to let the other two in. Yeah, it's a simple mm. lock from the inside. Turn the knob. Mm. And you all hiding in the hedges see the back door open and a dwarf man stand in the doorway. I say, come on, head that way. Come on, come on, come on. Okay. All right. Let's go. Before you do anything else, that door <laughs> is angry. I assume I've shared with them everything I saw when I was there yeah. already. I yeah. say, uh, I say that door right there, um, it does not, it does not like to be touched. Uh, I don't know. It's, it, got, it's got a trap on it. Oh hell yeah! You, oh, you, you, you check see some and, burn marks. You check and find traps. Do you suppose trap? we know anyone who could uh, disable traps? Uh, yeah, I do. Perhaps a thieves kit. Yeah, I got that. Because uh, <laughs> well, because what I did was I, I, uh, I did a check <laughs> to detect traps. The whys and wherefores of how the check, what the check was, is not. <laughs> but the trap, the, the the door was tested. Is all I'm saying. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, and you know, have we done that? Disable traps. Yeah, we did it back when you unlocked the door to rescue Orgev in the Giants' ruins. No, that was just picking a lock. Same mechanic. Same same thing. Oh, okay. What do I do? What do I do? Dexterity thieves tools. Is it dexterity? Okay. With your thieves tools proficiency. So. Um, which means I would be plus seven. That's a nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, you're you're able to kind of almost as if you're unlocking the door because the trap clearly emanated from the doorknob. Mm-hmm. You hear a couple clicks and whirs and things like that, and. Finally, you feel something give way and feel pretty confident that you disabled the trap. Yeah. I'd advise you to check first when we go to his door, when we go to his bedroom. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah. I checked first this time. You weren't there. Shut up. <laughs> uh, I say, I think I got it. Booyah, try it. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah, help. 
<laughs> Booyah help. <clears throat> okay, Booyah, open the door. Um, Booyah, you grab the doorknob and turn it, and you hear a faint click, and the door swings free. Okay. And what were you looking at? Um, you immediately are looking at a set of stairs leading down. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Uh, I got, I, I, guys, I got to go back. I, I can't be back here for much longer. Get, get down there. I'll, I'll meet you down there as, as soon as I can. All right. <coughs> okay. Um, I come back into the front. Can I resolve something real quick? Yeah, yeah no. Uh, I come back to the, to the front room, uh, with that gentleman and, uh, I say, uh, <laughs> I forgot. Remember you said you were going to your chamber when you first came in. That's right. I say, I say, uh, oh, I've forgotten. I uh, gave the, the kitchen staff of the night off to attend that, that new party idea that uh, Lady Omron had. Uh, so now I will be going to my uh, chamber. Could you uh, do me a favor and um, go to the, uh, <laughs> what direction does the house face? Um, faces south. Faces south. So you're south. walking north when you enter. Right. Um, could you go to the, uh, the far east end of the property? Uh, I believe, uh, I heard something, uh, earlier, uh, in the day. I'm afraid it was poachers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to steal my leather sofas. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to kill the king's deer. Uh, Hunting my cats again. <clears throat> but if you wouldn't mind uh, going to check that out. And don't you even consider a cursory glance in coming back. I want a report of what's happening on the east side of my property. Yeah, yes, sir. Exit the front door. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go up the stairs. Okay. So... You walk up the first flight of stairs. It all mm -hmm. looks like, like it did before. Like it did. Um, I'm gonna Good. We're in the same house. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Oh, that would have been embarrassing. Who's heading down first? Barrack will go down first because Barrack can see even if there's magic darkness. Okay. In the event that that's relevant. Um, Pull the door behind you, gentlemen. Um, you begin walking down the stairs. Give me a de uh, dexterity saving throw. Yeah. Booyah, YouTube. Cause presumably you're following him. He got a few steps down before this. 17. 17? Um, Booyah, what'd you get? 11. Should be 11. 18. 18? Okay. Um, so, Barrick, as you take a step onto one of the stairs, you feel it give way slightly for mm -hmm. just a moment, just in time for you to grab the hand railing and kind of brace your feet up against the side, um, which also incidentally gives just enough clearance for Booyah to slide between your legs as the stairs turn into a slide down to the basement. Um, so Booyah, you tumble down onto the ground, um, in the basement. Barrick, you are still probably about <clears throat> 10 feet behind him I mean, up the steps. I'll basically use the handle and work my way down the ramp. Um, Dex, it's not stairs anymore. Oh, uh, what is it now? Like well, cats? It's, it's a ramp. So just watch the step. Watch your step. All right. Uh, you think you're going to have a hard time getting back up it? I have some ways of doing that if I need to, but All right. there's a railing, so I imagine we can work it out. All right, cool. Just checking, you know, because I got like a rope if you need it. But, sure. Uh, um, oh, okay. Uh, climb, climb that hill when we get there. Also, I got the uh, the the guard that was at the front door. He is going to be gone for a while. 
All right. Just don't go to the east edge of the property and try to shoot an animal. That's exactly what he's looking for. <laughs> right. <coughs> okay. So, um, Booyah, you tumble down on the ground um, and you look up and it's a fairly bare basement. There's not a whole lot going on here. No rooms. It's, it's not, it's not a finished basement. Um, you see some crates and things like that and you kind of feel the ground. And when you pull back up, there's like red dirt almost, but it's sticky. Like it's it's not a finished floor or anything. Um, and you look up and you see orange runes faintly glowing on an obelisk of stone in the basement. All right, Dex, it it, it down here. Um, you see the the runes begin to flash a little bit quicker with your your presence clearly here, and that sticky kind of dirt that was on your hands begins to shift from underneath you to reveal a concrete floor as a massive creature forms in this basement made of clay and it just kind of stomps and snarls at you end of episode all right thank you all so much for listening if you want to connect with us you can head on over to facebook uh twitter instagram we are at the geek pantheon on all of those platforms we would like to give a special shout out to all of our patrons thank you so much for letting us do this silly wonderful thing that we love doing and we want to thank kevin mcleod for the use of our music you can find all of his music over at incompetech.com and thank you all so much for listening once again i am your dungeon master eric i'm philip i'm randy i'm jeff and we'll see you next time talking to your mic yes i will talk into my mic how is that <laughs> i'll talk into my microphone i'll talk into my mic good morning zoo okay. test <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be barrack's new voice that'll be wonderful it'll be my next character <laughs> i'm gonna talk like this the afterlife is hard <laughs> It changed me. My disguise name is Judy Rosenblatt. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anybody got a light? <laughs> Wazowski, <laughs> you forgot to fill out your paperwork. I do the Ross voice for Ferris all the time. Okay. <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> Warmed up. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition. <laughs> as soon as you said that, you rubbed your skin. <laughs> it was just a take. I was like, He's so content. <laughs> welcome to Eberron. I've got a full belly. Let's start the show. I can't wait to stream this. That's going to be wonderful. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to have to. no editing. <laughs> the stream has to have explicit tags. Yeah, it will. Because I'm going <clears> to. <throat> I'm gonna cuss. I'm gonna cuss it because I cuss. Because I ah, proceed. Okay. I will try not. I will try to keep it together this time. <laughs> welcome to Eberron Renewed. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed. D and D fifth edition. <laughs> that's worse. That's, that's worse. For those listening to the after the credits thing, Eric was gently stroking his nipples while he said that.
And we're not sure if it was on purpose or not. Okay. Absent-mindedly. Uh, Ran it in, fellas. This has been a very unprofessional day of recording for us. No, and like in 20 minutes, the groomer's going to call me. We're going to have to stop. So.